It's a brand new offering from CC Amandla Ako. Six minutes after 11 o'clock in the morning, this is The Bridge on Metro FM. We are available on the World Wide Web, metrofm.co.za. So there's no reason to not tune in and make us your entertainment portal of choice. In the studio, we have a clinical psychologist, our resident psychologist, Anela Siswana. And uh, today we're speaking adjustment disorder. Have you heard of it? Yeah, it kind of, I think, yeah, I think I have just adjusting to something. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Absolutely first time hearing about it. I'm looking forward to the education. And if you're like myself hearing about it for the first time, keep your ears locked and glued to your stereo because we're unpacking this um, piece of information in a short while. Adjustment disorder. Mm. There's a disorder for everything. Every we are sick thing. human beings. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Good Lord. It's certainly where you're at and you are listening to The Bridge uh, with myself, Dineo, as well as LKG. And uh, today we're discussing adjustment disorder with clinical psychologist Anela Siswana. And um, it's a new one to me. Uh-huh. What is it, adjustment disorder? So what we do as clinical psychologists and other psychologists how would we define it is that we define it as a group of symptoms such as stress and feelings of sadness or hopelessness and sometimes it's accompanied with physical symptoms um, that it can occur right after a significant um, event Mm -hmm. so what would then happen is that there was a significant life stressor or a significant thing that happened to someone and then the reaction becomes excessive than that of a normal response Mm -hmm. so immediately that the response become overreactional then it then requires one to take note of the fact that you may need to see um, a health professional to help you understand the factors that could have contributed to that it being a difficult thing to cope with mm-hmm. but what we note as psychologists is that this must arise within a period of three months if it then becomes excessive beyond than just the period of three months and then we will then deem that as more of um, of a depressive kind of episode starting but a usual response or a usual definition of an adjustment disorder is a reaction to an excessive kind of um, life stressor mm-hmm. that then impacts on one's ability to function. So basically, it it, it affects one's um, quality of life in mm. being able to execute your day-to-day activities. It could be at work, it could be at school, and in relationships, basically. You say it's common. Is it really common? Yeah, it is common. It's yeah. basically what often brings people to us as psychologists because... And some people may deem it as more similar to kind of an onset of a depressive episode Mm. in the way that it presents because there's something that happens and there's an automatic reaction and those severe um, symptoms of a low mood anxiety, it it may come across as if someone is depressed, but there's a clear definition between adjustment disorder and depression. Hence, uh, clinical psychologists are most most of the time, even a counseling psychologist and a psychiatrist make the diagnosis, but based on information that um, we do as as a matter of history and what exactly that has happened that has led one to consult with a psychologist. Let's go through the symptoms. Anyone who's possibly listening right now has just gone through a shift in their life, an event of sorts, and they need to adjust. And could this also be um, related to happy events where you find that something great has happened in somebody's life? 
but they are responding to it in a sad manner. The emotive to ex- to express that happiness is drawing from a place of hurt. It, could 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 this be possible possible at all for anyone? Uh, I would say it's mostly if there's a significant impairment that whatever that it is or the stressor itself is causing a level of impairment that one is unable to do or function at their normal level of Mm. adaptive functioning, Mm. then it it raises questions. Um, But usually the presentation will be so loud in a sense that there's a strong sense of a depressed mood Mm. That one, it's it's more like you find it hard to come out of that depressive mood. Mm. At the same time, it, it could be coupled with anxiety, mm. uh, which fuels up this sense of um, of apathy and feeling low and feeling sad and many other symptoms that may accompany it. Mm. And the symptoms, uh, are, what are the symptoms and how severe should they be for one to say, I think I may have adjustment disorder and I may need to see a professional? The manifestation of what we'll call it presentation, it differs from situation to situation. And mostly it includes, as I've mentioned, that a, a, a very severe depressed mood. Mm. Um, feelings of hopelessness, feeling sad, um, anxiety, worrying, feeling the inability to cope with the situation mm-hmm. uh, and the inability to come out of it in a sense that it disables one's level of functionality. That would be one of the key symptoms that I would deem as important in making that diagnosis or identifying one with those presenting symptoms that they may need or warrant to see a psychologist or a psychiatrist. You say it's not a depression, but you mentioned depression in there. What's the difference? (laughs) For me... I was also about to ask a question Mm. in alignment with the thin line. Mm. It, it, Mm. it, It could be the onset of a depressive episode Remember the the, the, the this the time frame I mentioned. It's usually it will be within three months. If it exceeds and those symptoms do not improve over that three months, and it goes far as probably six months, and then one is unable to come out of it, mm. it may present as a depression, a de- a, 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 an onset of a depressive mm-hmm. episode. Not depression itself. An it onset could, of a depression episode. Now we're speaking to. Um, uh, even ourselves to people that are not clinical psychologists. Okay, right. What does it mean when you say an onset of a depression? It could be the start. The start of, okay. the, of the depression okay. you know, starting to play out. Okay. Okay. Uh, whereas with adjustment disorder, it's still you're still managing, uh, even though there's a level of impairment. Mm-hmm. But when it comes into now being depression, mm-hmm. it has gone to more of a, of a clinical. Um, presentation that makes it hard for one uh, to function normally let's let's talk about let's talk about marriage as an example uh-huh. right um we have been living as boyfriend and girlfriend living apart for the longest time uh-huh. um and now we've just gotten married meaning we have to now live under one roof mm. share our finances and this then and the other this is a huge adjustment mm. right at which point do we draw the line between snap out of it and be responsible about <laughs> the fact that you are now married sure. and I'm struggling to adjust and this is becoming a problem? Because there's a thin line where you literally have to remove yourself from the situation, uh-huh. Uh-huh. look at it and say, toughen up. This is your life now. And then there's also that part of the line, the other side of the line, where you look at a situation and say, I've toughened up. I do accept that this is my new life, mm. but I'm caving. I am struggling to adapt to or this adjust- new life mm. and adjusting to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, that could be a, a trigger of the life stress at that particular time, mm-hmm. um, which would then 
we also need to look at the functionality of that person. How does that impact on their day-to-day functioning or how does that impact the relationship itself? If the relationship then becomes dysfunctional as a result of that, mm-hmm. then it requires a health professional. And we must remember this, our vulnerabilities in terms of life stresses and probably psychological disorders differs. Mm-hmm. So my interpretation of that stressor may be different from how my partner deems it. Mm. And then in that way, it will then require some form of a, a couple's therapy where a psychologist or whoever is a health professional may be able to identify that there's a stressor and as, as a trigger that facilitates the level of distress in the relationship itself in mm-hmm. that case. A different scenario, Anele. Um, well, Dr. Siswane. No, no, no. Um, no, Dr. Siswane. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> On your way there. On your way um, there. A different scenario. A woman has fallen pregnant. She's now given birth. Right. Mm -hmm. What is the difference between postnatal depression and adjustment disorder? The presentation will be quite clear again in in a sense that it may present as an adjustment disorder for the first few weeks Mm. uh, because it does not fully warrant the the, the symptoms of what may be necessarily needed Mm -hmm. to qualify um, postnatal depression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if those symptoms vary over time and across time and they don't easily degenerate over time, then would then deem it as a, as a postnatal depression once it exceeds the time frame of what is necessary for it to be called an adjustment disorder. And you said the time frame is three months. Yeah. Three months and probably if it goes beyond than that, it may warrant for another diagnosis which can be made by a psychologist or mm-hmm. a psychiatrist. Right, just mm-hmm. briefly take us through the treatments. What, 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 a cure, it can be cured, I believe. Uh, what exactly happens uh, during treatment? I prefer to use the word um, treatment in terms of um, adjustment disorder because cure it means that you it's more like you someone is coughing and then you just give them a cough syrup and that's yeah. it. But the, I recommend probably individual therapy, family therapy, uh, and couples therapy depending on the nature of what is a presenting problem. Because remember this. What is important um, in helping one with adjustment disorders and making them understand the role of the stress in their lives and to help them review a positive aspect to their stress, at the same time helping them to make meaning that is positive out of their life um, threatening situation at mm-hmm. that time. So it's mostly most of the time what we call a short-term based therapy mm-hmm. because it's a significant event that happened um, which then requires certain skills of helping one and, and helping them come out of that episode or, mm. or that moment at that time. So usually also what will be then recommended is what we call psychoeducation, like self-help programs of helping one and capacitating them on ways in which they can take themselves out of a stressful situation and many other ways. And we encourage exercise, mm-hmm. we encourage have the diet. So it's a more of a combination of many things mm. that add a factor in helping one come out of that state. Let's talk preventative measures. I, I believe in prevention being better than treatment or cure. The, in this case, you say treatment. Um, are there ways in which one can condition their mindset and condition their mind um, to be able to be strong enough to to understand the processes of adjusting to change in one's life. Yeah, they are. I, I would carry things like uh, mindfulness, mm-hmm. um, meditation, um, reading books. About reading, right? Reading, reading mm. books um, that are very encouraging, motivational, uh, or depending on one's 
space and phase in when they in where they act in life that adds a factor does so, diet at all play uh, a, 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 an effect and exercise as well because mm-hmm. it, your physical state of nature becomes rejuvenated you get energy so there as i'm saying a systemic um perspective where also i encourage people to lean a lot on spirituality because mm-hmm. spirituality mm-hmm. could mean prayer could mean uh, meditation it could, could mean, mean meditation yeah anything that mm-hmm. fills and fuels up the spirit yeah and uh, because remember that we don't only treat the mind itself mm. we treat the mind the body and spirit and in that holistic aspect of sense we are able to help one get meaning out of their situation mm-hmm. rather than seeing it as a disorder mm-hmm. uh, but make meaning out of it as a matter of coming out of a situation so taking it as a disorder more than just of a meaningful event that happened and what meaning do we take out of that so having a philosoph- a philosophical approach and view of life than just seeing life as whatever it is it's, yes. go a little deeper go understand li- it a little deeper enlighten thyself yeah, situational it's situational it's not um my definition There we go. and i'm of the view that uh, that labels help us as clinicians to make sense mm-hmm. of the presentation but it does not define the client or whoever that we're working with at the time thank you very much for your time once again i hear myself saying this ever so often when we're having conversations with you there's never enough time in a day uh, thank you very much for your time today and right. um i think we've learned we oh. definitely have learned a thing I'm or glad. two adjustment disorder a new one to look out for Are you going through changes in your life? It being the new year, new jobs. Um, people are, have been married over the past festive season, and you may be adjusting. People have given birth a new baby in their life. Um, finances. Some people have downgraded lifestyles <laughs> um, because finances are just not as great as they used to be. Be cognizant of yourself and be mindful of your changes that you are going through. It is a biggie, a smallie but a biggie. Thank Definitely. you so much. That was Anneliese Swan, a clinical psychologist.